0: You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree.
1: People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris.
0: This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is, is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then Watson out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on, Julia does everything
1: that's embarrassing.
0: Like talking to the mic during the intro <laughs> and add a whole bunch of stuff I'm going to have to edit. Well, that. last week you used the black
1: ones and you... you know, yeah, because these were
0: what? Holy Maybe we fuck. should just start over. <laughs> Jesus, no! I want to leave this in. People need to understand what goes on.
1: There. Someone else used a different you? headset.
0: You last week? They were already plugged in there when I came in. They were already plugged in again because you didn't unplug them last week when you I were. No, we were there.
1: already starting. and I was trying to talk, so I had to put them in.
0: So th- <laughs> she's acting like someone else did her bad, but she was here last week and left them plugged in before the show.
2: And now complains that someone plugged them in a week later.
1: Yeah, someone plugged them in two weeks ago. Two
2: weeks ago. (laughs) Julia's just doing everything that's embarrassing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just starting
0: out (laughs) like a bang. Uh, No guest this week. We had a uh, last minute cancellation. Our guest is out of town. Um, That's okay. These things happen. We have backup material. Backup. And uh, we like to talk about shit. So it's episode 373 of the New Utah podcast. Uh, It is, uh, that's 373 weeks. That's a lot of weeks. Yeah, that's extra. Is that your homework? That's, that was from the stuff I was studying for the test that I passed this morning. So, uh, two weeks in, uh, to a seven week paced course and I'm done with it. Sweet. Yep.
1: I mean, technically it was 18 days.
0: Um, (laughs) yeah, sure. Dick. (laughs) Uh, but I'm done with that course. So my first four credit hours for the semester are done. Just in time for your birthday. Yep. It was really nice to not have to worry about it. I was kind of worried about that test. It was um, a difficult test for sure, but so you're going to Wendover for your birthday. Um, Yeah. Um, so I don't work on my birthday. Um, by the way, it's my birthday this week. It's <laughs> my birthday today, tomorrow, whenever you hear this. The 19th is my it's birthday. It's not
1: whenever you hear this.
0: <laughs> so my parents were fucking around Halloween, probably a Halloween party. It was probably a Halloween baby is my guess. Um, it's Cause, funny because
1: you were conceived on Halloween and Jeremy was born near Halloween.
0: One hundred percent an accident. My parents uh didn't get married until I was almost coming out of my mom. Like in, they got married in like May. I was born in mid July. So and you only found this out a few months ago, didn't you? Yeah. Well, more than a few months ago, but I was doing it was during COVID times. I so was she, doing genealogy you know. research because my mom is like. Oh, your great great grandma was a full blooded Cherokee. That's not a fucking true statement at all. That's a complete fucking <laughs> lie. Uh, she's like, and this people, they came from, from, uh, the Netherlands and these people can't, and I'm like, no, they didn't. Like I can trace my lineage all the way back to like pre-revolutionary war into the U.S. No Cherokees. Then, so there is Dutch. Oh, white dudes. There is Dutch lineage. Um, but, uh, I, and my dad is like non-existent in the picture. So like figuring out, I don't even know what his brother's names are or his parents. So (laughs) like, I know one of his sisters now, um, uh, I don't remember her, but she's talked to me on Facebook a couple of times and on ancestry. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's my birthday, July 19th. So if you are an avid, uh, day of listener, you'll be hearing it on my birthday. And yeah, I don't work on my birthday. I'm one of those people. Um, last year I had to, I had just started this job last year and, right. uh, didn't really feel it was appropriate to take my birthday
2: off like a weekend, or literally. So whatever literally. it was.
0: I started July 11th. So like literally the second week I figured eh, I probably should not <laughs> skip my birthday. Um, plus I had other vacations already planned that I took off for, uh, you know, that's all part of the employment process, but whatever. Um, but every time I've worked on my birthday, generally speaking, has been a pretty miserable fucking day. Like I've just not had a good day. Um, the day at work has been awful. Usually bad shit happens. I don't have a good, and that's the only thing I give myself is just not working. So like a few years ago, I went to Dave and Buster's for like five hours. I don't know if it was five hours. I probably got bored after like three or four, maybe. Um, (laughs) there have been birthdays where I just play a video game all day. Um, there have been birthdays where I sleep and watch TV and don't do anything. I just don't. It's your work. day. It's my day to not do anything. So tomorrow I or today or whenever you hear this, I'm going to go to Wendover. So I'm going to get up like I normally would for work. I'm going to drive to Wendover. He's going to kiss
1: me goodbye like he normally would on a on a Wednesday.
0: And I'm going to drive to Wendover. <laughs> Sweet. And I'm going to dick around in Wendover for a couple hours till I get bored and then I'll drive back.
1: By the way, there's a free money glitch at one of the Wendover casinos. You go sign up for their their program, and they give you a hundred dollars for the casinos, and then you just take it to the ATM and you get a hundred dollars out, and then you literally go cancel your subscription. It for real, it works. All the people at the at the base over there do that. Oh. So go get yourself a hundred bucks.
0: No, I'm I'm good. I got I got comp points and tier points and stuff. I get free cruises. I was going to
1: say, they just give us a free cruise, I think.
0: I got I got a crew on, which I've discovered, a Holland America cruise, which I've discovered is quite pricey. Like, we were looking at Holland America cruises mm-hmm. for a trip in a couple of years, and they're double princess prices. So,
2: so to get a feeling from them is amazing. Yeah, that's
0: good stuff. Also, I found out in Wendover, the three, so there's two main casino groups in Wendover. There's uh, Windover Fun, which is the Peppermill, Rainbow, and Montego Bay, those are all the same company. Right. And then the Garter and the uh, Golden Nugget are owned by a different company. And um, the the ones that own the Rainbow, Peppermill, and Nugget, if you get to Platinum status with them, you get a free Princess cruise every year. Oh, wow. Yeah. like, like That's kind of cool. You get cool. a free cruise just for having casino status at a land casino. Um, and I don't go that often but i like it so that's cool we'll see how that's cool we'll see how it goes tomorrow i'll give you guys an update
2: yep uh, in a week or two so so speaking of your birthday i I gotta explain a little something something so you remember as kids brie you don't count in this story um you remember as kids that that lucky friend that got to have their birthday at mcdonald's and, and this was back when it was the whole thing. You had Ronald, you had Grimish, you had you, the Hamburger, uh, it was a, a whole thing. Dude, you had better friends than me. No, no, no. I never went. And I, I know. I, I never got to go to a McDonald's. I know, Monday, you right? never went. I know people had them. That's, I guess that's what I should say. People had them. So, it's a thing on TikTok right now that you can go to McDonald's and get the sheet cake, the birthday cake sheet cake. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, Oh, I saw that. Because I
2: think they still do them. So.
0: Not all of them. Between w- yeah. Stop
2: fucking with the microphones, it people. fell out. And you're still turning it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so between Jonathan, Julia, and myself, we went to nine McDonald's trying to buy you a stupid McDonald's
0: <laughs> birthday cake. And, and that dad
1: been- got... A stupid iced coffee at every single well, one. That
2: would have been so awesome. I tried. I just want you to know I spent we tried. three L- days. We Let me spent tell a couple you, hours
0: the other day. As a Probably a lot of them don't have them because they're not very popular. And as a guy who has worked in his life in a McDonald's warehouse, I can tell you 100% those cakes are real and they're fucking all frozen. Right. And they come from a factory, but I've heard
1: that they're fairly decent. Like people have been doing taste tests, and they're like, "This is so this is a decent cake uh, for nine dollars." Yeah,
0: so it tastes like
2: a cake from a fucking grocery store without its own. So factory. what it tastes like is of is a zero consequence to me. I thought I would surprise you with the birthday gift you never got. You as never a kid. got as a cake. That's true, <laughs> and I couldn't deliver. <laughs> uh, it's okay.
1: McDonald's doesn't answer their phone either. I tried calling some too.
0: Thinking back, that's because they don't fucking have enough staff to even like staff the drive through. it was worth a shot that does suck though i would have been really cool actually so i tried but i so i don't uh i don't know if i ever as a kid had a real birthday party because we moved around so much i didn't really have friends like it wasn't until i was in high school that my friends threw me like when you were super
1: little and still lived in texas with your mima and your and your papa did you
0: Probably. It's, it's Mimi, not Mimi. Mimi, whatever. Don't don't fucking say some stupid name that's not my, my Mimi's name. Yeah, because Mimi is... <laughs>
2: that's right. You fuck off. I'm you probably saying, did when you were little, little, but you wouldn't remember those anyway.
0: I don't know, man. You guys got to understand the level of depravity of my mom. She had me when she was... Well, technically, she was 19. She was almost 20 when she had me. So her 20th birthday was spent with a newborn infant. that was an accident with a husband she didn't actually like and she got knocked up again real fast and like my memories of early childhood were my mom being gone all the time that's why i was wondering if your grandparents ever did anything no but that's just it. i don't think i had any friends like i might have had something with
2: my cousins maybe but i I don't really remember i remember the commercials as a kid and have your birthday at mcdonald's and it was like everybody it was ronald stop I moving literally your mic. Have, please stop moving your mic you can just, hear it just leave your mic there <laughs> yes
1: okay, like how it. you could hear it when i touched it you, earlier you can also, still you i can could really s- hear yours yours was loud yeah, i could that, hear mine that mic
0: stands nowhere near as loud. but please just leave the so mic I'm in done place. Eating? no you can keep eating just turn your head away or turn the mic off but the moving is
1: you think that this is better
0: well, it doesn't take that much. to.
1: It does because it moves in and out of the thing. Anyway, the whole point is now that you've chastised everyone on the podcast, asshole. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember this thing that you're talking about.
2: So so it was back when the the. the- the play area was really big at McDonald's, and if you scheduled a birthday party, they would have Ron, some Well, someone dressed. The as, play area still is really big, but this was when outdoor play areas. Yeah. Were I think. And Ronald and the Hamburglar and like you could get the whole the fries would would like come and then and then you'd get the birthday. Isn't that cake? when they
1: had the Nintendos you could play in the? This
2: was way before that. No, <laughs> no. That the ball pit. A- anyway, and and I remember seeing the commercials for it, and as a kid, like. Just That would have been so amazing. We had an outdoor ball pit. So when I was in fourth, fourth
0: grade, <laughs> maybe fifth grade, somewhere in that neighborhood, Uh we lived in an apartment building in Rock Springs, Wyoming, and across the street from us, roughly across the street, there was a McDonald's. Uh, there was also a Shakey's Pizza. Shakey's. You remember Shakey's remember Pizza? Shakey's. But the McDonald's had an outside playground that we would just go fuck off and play in all the time because we could and they didn't ever stop us and they had a ball pit outdoors which is really weird now in retrospect but was great then also we found things like diapers in it and decided oh, yeah. that was no longer a place that we wanted to be shaky's pizza we were like the ar- street fighter street fighter 2 oh, like yes. we were the freaking arcade kings at shaky's pizza we'd go in with like a dollar and just play all day and just smash kids that were there because we just got so good at it
2: so that was my childhood So anyway, I tried. So so to make up for it, I did go to Cakes by Edith. Yeah, which which let's be honest, it's it's way better. And I know that it was just the whole. This is
0: why we shouldn't have things like good bakeries on the podcast. It was just because I just go by
2: there all the time. So I did go in and I told Alma it was your birthday. She says, "Happy birthday, by the way." And they had just gotten their card from being on the podcast, so she was super excited about that. So anyway. Yeah, I, lo- I like those ladies. We, I would encourage you all to go to
0: Cakes by Edith and check out their stuff. So I got a birthday present. Yep, so I got a birthday present too, and it fell off uh my table, and then it also fell off this table. It's not stable, but I still you no. Know,
1: Pretend it's, it's a, a surprise, weird. and it hasn't opened a bunch of times. Well,
0: I, I don't I think you looked that it. closely. There's a bunch of pink tissue paper in there. No one can hear a word you're saying that's right okay. now. There's a bunch of pink tissue paper. I don't know why pink, but because
2: that's what we had. <laughs> Oh, nice! <laughs> nice, some heat-proof gloves. I am gonna wear these for the rest of the podcast, That's right? With all the baby showers and stuff we've had in our house, that's all we've got is all kinds of pink stuff. But shit, yeah, figured you wouldn't care. Yeah, so the the gloves. He's for literally wearing a pink shirt. I mean, it's pinkish, purplish. Gloves for grilling and doing all the things. So I have some like <laughs> old like
0: they are I don't know how old they are now, I'm bad with time, but they're like the thermal like cloth gloves and they're really starting to wear down, but like I've been doing a lot on their grill where I'm like having to get in close and burning my fucking arm hair, so I like these, they come up like half sleeve. And with the and smoker and everything else. And I can grab shit out of a fire. Now maybe I'll take these to Bear Lake and there you go. grab things out of the fire with them, I love them. I could definitely use these. Sweet. My the other ones are not uh,
2: doing so hot. Sweet, sweet. Now say thank you. I'm putting them back in. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So happy birthday. Couldn't provide the cake, but that's all right.
0: No,
2: there's cupcakes. The Edith thing is better. There's the, the cupcake things yep. from uh, Cakes by Eden. And the cornbread. I, I did I did I will admit I had to did I have to ask pre, "Hey, what is Chris like? I need suggestions."
0: Those cornbreads, I will sit and eat a whole fucking loaf and not even think about it. Well, I bought you two of those and two of the the cupcakes. cupcakes? They're way better than the hostess cupcakes that they're imitating. Maybe the hostess cupcakes are imitating. Well, I don't I know. I don't know
1: they is, had all of these.
0: Which came... Oh, my God. Cakes they have so it? much more. Yeah. Oh, Every man.
1: time I've been, they don't have those. Oh, yeah. Was, they always have That's on
2: corn, when you go. They always have my the My guess cornbreads.
1: is you're going in the, later in the afternoon. So they it's sold out.
2: Because I went this morning, like, I don't know. It was like 10, 10.30. You also have to ask, because sometimes they have stuff in the back that they haven't put out yet. <laughs> yeah. They... So. It, they must have just done a bunch of baking because when I got there, the the counters were full. The of last
0: warm. time I was there, I was like, "Oh, what do you get?" She's like, "Oh, uh, Diana." Well, I go to the one in Taylorsville, so Diana's one was was there, and she's like, "Well, we just took these tarts
2: out; these are fresh." I'm like, "Oh, I can't get them because they have strawberries." <laughs> um, she she did. I saw it. So she, she said, "What else are you looking for?" I said, "What about those jalapeno bread things that you keep talking about?" She's like, "Oh, we don't have them." She said, yeah, those go fast. She said, "But actually, we're having a." a I don't remember what she said, like a little company meeting with the bakers and my, my parents, because we want to put up a schedule at both stores <laughs> that will tell people Mondays we do this, Tuesdays we yeah, do this. Yeah, that's a good idea. That when people come in, cause she said people come in and ask all the time, well, when are you, when are you making such and such? And it's, I don't know when the baker feels like it. And she's like, but yeah. I don't feel like that's a very good. That's not good
0: <laughs> for business. Good. Especially we, we something need to have like...
2: it. So that way, if somebody wants something specific, we can tell them. Yeah,
0: those jalapeno
2: y queso bolios.
0: uh, they're okay. I actually just prefer the regular bolillo. The, the cheese they use in it is more like a, I don't know what kind of cheese it is specifically. It's more of like a cream cheese type cheese. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Um, and I, I had one, it was fine, but I actually like the bolillo though. Just the, the French, like the Mexican French bread. Uh huh. Mexican a, French well, bread. Well, that's what it is. It's <laughs> like a small, it's like almost like a hoagie, but better, like a lot better. Like I had one the other day. I, Got one. I made a sandwich on it, and it was fucking mm. amazing. Um, and I would encourage. So that. every time I've been in there, they've been out. No, 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 no. The bolillo, you just gotta ask for. Them. You just gotta ask. Oh, okay. Because like the, bulio, By the way,
1: whoever put TikTok on here, it's two K's. Tick.
0: That was it was talk, me, and okay. I can never spell it right. Um, you always have to ask for the bolillos because like the regular bolillo, they just keep in a bin in the back and like in a bag. Oh. Because they make a bunch of them, and you just ask for a couple Bolio, and they'll just get them out for you. I'll remember that next time. Um, and the same with the the jalapeno and cheese. You have to ask for them. And if they have them, they'll give them to you. But they don't put them in the case because they I think don't
1: they run out of the jalapeno and cheese sooner because. Yes, because the...
0: those are those are eaten by the real Mexicans, <laughs> the real Hispanic population. I don't know. The construction workers, apparently,
2: yeah, those That's the guys that they said, it's like they know when they're coming out and <clears throat> they line up
0: and get them all. So, yeah, thanks. That's a I like that. It's a good gift. It's a good Ooh. birthday celebration there. Um, I guess we can move on to my yard problems. Well, so, we, went,
1: we went over to Jeremy's and I was talking up the the clover and came back to weed it and I was like, oh shit, it's burning.
2: Yeah, because it's been El Scorcho. We had 106 on Sunday. Yeah. We had 104 yesterday. Today was 98, so it was like, get out your jackets. and It was overcast at 98. <laughs> like when you are getting up in the morning and it's like
0: 80 degrees at 430 is yeah. telling you what kind of temperatures we're dealing with.
2: Well, we like to open up the house at night. But it's been way too hot. Yeah, it doesn't to, help. You oh, can't yeah. do it. Uh, so, yeah, we... uh, What? We're going to say something? Nope. Oh, it looked like you were. So it's cooking in the sun.
0: So uh, I was like, well, I'll try Jeremy's suggestion. Went out and bought um, a bunch, like six bags of uh, peat moss. Mm-hmm. They don't come in big bags. No. I looked where the big bags were, and I'm like, where the fuck is this stuff? And it's like
2: these small, like... Because the, they're mostly for house plants. The big bags that they'll have it like in April, at the very beginning of the season. But when they're gone, they're gone. They don't restock them again. I,
0: I can probably order them, and I might do that for other chunks of the yard. The other side of the yard has a lot of shade from the tree, but the the first place I did it gets the most sunlight Mm -hmm. like it is baked all day because it's like the first chunk that the sun can hit over the fence line and then it just sits the whole time and until the very end of the day when it's like basically gone all the way across that that whole side of the yard just
2: gets hit hard it's like that one seat at the baseball game Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) it just gets the magnified sun like an hour later than everyone else
1: so anyway, he went and got some peat moss and-,
0: and put it down and it does definitely hold the moisture yep. and, it's it it and it does not
2: spread, f- does not spread very well when it's not wet. One thing that you can do with it to make it go a little bit farther is uh, shred up like newspaper and add to it because it'll, it'll. Yeah. I think I've got a pretty good deal. Of it. I think I what I will probably do is try and order some big bags. Yeah. The bigger uh, bags, but yeah, they're hard to find this time of year. Well, that's what the internet's for. But Yeah. That's sure. how, every, everywhere I've had dead spots that I've had to patch and regress that's how I've done it, and I've been pretty successful with it. Even spots that are full sun, so. Yeah.
0: Hey, the uh, I did make a TikTok. I talked about it. I think I talked about it last week. I made a TikTok, uh, and uh, we've got two videos now. woo uh, We've got the video that I made we last week. We should try
1: week. and post one on every single podcast.
0: We're then. almost TikTok uh, famous now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, think no think so. Style works. <laughs> no. Uh, we did have quite a few views. Um so we'll keep posting some stuff and uh I don't know. So one of the things we posted though is we went over to Jeremy's on Sunday because um he has freebies. Checking out my and freebies. So if you want to see the video about uh, regarding what we're gonna talk about, then uh, you can go look on our TikTok. Um but yeah, we went over to Jeremy's um he
2: said, Hey, I noticed there were like a lot of bees in my yard. Yeah, so I'd been uh at first I was weeding over by the pumpkins and they're flowering, which is awesome. But I noticed a lot of bees, which I mean, you get bees in the garden, but I'm like, now this is like more than normal. Like when I have bees and then I'm, I'm watching them and they're heading towards the back part of my lawn and I'm like, that's too weird. So I go around and sure enough, my hive that isn't prepped, isn't ready because I didn't plan on having bees has got bees coming in and out of yeah, it. Yeah, there's still a bunch of dead bees in it. In the so pond. yeah, cause I didn't have, I didn't clean it out. I didn't do anything cause. Those of you who recall, I lost them this spring, and so my my uh, what I was going to do is in the fall clean it all out and prep it. Anyway, so I sent these guys a message. It's probably Wednesday, yeah, ish. You're like, hey, I got bees. I'm going to go look at them. It
1: was definitely after we recorded. Yes.
2: And so I'm like, I think I have bees. And so I said, I'm going to keep an eye on them, and if come Sunday it still looks like they're coming in and out, I'm going to open it up. And so these guys came over and gave me hands. So we did open it up. We did not find a queen, which I was actually a little surprised. Yeah, it's weird that they swarmed without a queen. Cause usually there's a queen. I mean, there
0: were, there were a lot that swarmed out when we first got there, but looking through it, there was no queen.
2: No. And then as soon as we closed it back up, I went out a little while later and they're back in it. All so. the, did they, we picked up all the honey and everything mm-hmm. from the, that, the that stuff
0: we threw. That's awesome. They yeah. had, they had one big chunk of honeycomb that they had made and a few others they had started. But the one that they had made was like what well, was on the bottom. What was on the bottom? It wasn't a,
2: honeycomb. It wasn't attached to the top bar at all. Yeah, so you don't want to keep that in there because they'll just continue to grow off of it so what i do is i take it out and set it on the ground just under it so they can come and get the honey so they don't lose any of the honey yeah. but and it didn't even look like there was any real larva in there at all either no so, you could see where they were working on honey and where yeah. they were stocking but no larvae so we'll keep you an eye on it i'm kind of surprised they haven't touched the other side because there's a bunch of honey in that other on and, the other side and maybe they're moving it i have no idea yeah could be once they can kind of establish themselves but they'll make a queen if they just if they're going to stay there they'll Make a queen, so I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks I'll check it again and see if we've got a queen cell. That would be really cool. That'd be very cool if you could get a uh, like real
0: free colony. That'd awesome. That would be awesome. Even if actually... you didn't get honey out of them this year, like it would still be really
2: cool to, to get a free colony. But if they could stay in winter and then harvest next spring, that would be awesome. That would be great. That'd be really good.
0: Uh, yeah, that's uh that's a lot of updates from <laughs> us. But it's yeah, it's a different kind of day. I'm done. Criticizing Brie for moving mics. Her nose I'm is done, up against it now. I'm
1: done eating oh, I'm potato sorry. chips.
0: I'm sorry, I ruined your chipped them. Uh-huh. Oh, Harmon. Speaking of the chips, it's too late for you fuckers listening. But uh, Harmon's at a super. If you're not on Harmon, if you go to Harmon's, not everyone shops there. Um, but I am on their uh, text message, and they have super secret deals. And it's it's sometimes they're lame. It's just about every day, and every once in a while, there's a really good deal. So today, the deal was family-sized bags of Frito-Lay chips. Any Frito-Lay chip family-sized, $2.49. Now, if you have been grocery shopping at all lately... Fucking chips! You can't even
1: get a regular bag of chips. Chips for $2. are 49.
0: outrageous. Like regular bags of chips are around five to six bucks. The family size are marked at six. I won't get the smaller bags because I think they're like five bucks and they're half the size of the six dollar family size. So, so basically three dollars and fifty cents off these bags of chips. Uh, Everything is so expensive. Like just like sodas are like eight bucks. Yeah, like, I won't buy soda either because a twelve pack of soda is eight bucks. It's like you gotta get it's
1: it. Good thing I don't drink any of that shit. Yeah,
0: like I, nope, I'm gonna S- stick with my water. Like, and I'm telling you, the cost to manufacture soda did not no. jump up that much. Did not like five people. bucks. Five bucks was the expensive, like twelve pack of soda pre-COVID. Yeah. So you're telling me because of COVID, soda has increased almost 100% in three years cost wise. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. It's just capitalism and dickheads raising prices.
1: I hadn't thought about this before, but I just watched a TikTok about it. Um, The, you know, the good old days when the wife stayed home and there was one income and you got the new car and all of that, that everybody's touting is back when the rich people were taxed higher.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. You know, if you uh, adjust for inflation, the average income of a working citizen during the height of the Great Depression
1: was more than people are making now
0: like roughly one hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year in today's money. That was the average That's income that was
1: out of the people who reported their taxes. Only two percent of people actually did their taxes.
0: You don't have to report your taxes for the government to know how much. Only two
1: percent of the people actually made them. So those are the highest ones who did it. Someone went and like looked into all that you, stuff.
0: You you do understand you don't have to report your taxes for government to know median salaries, <laughs> right? You know when you get a paycheck and all that shit's taken out, that's the government knowing how much you make every fucking week. They know, you know what a lot of people work freelance on. though. Well, that's true, but okay.
1: <laughs> but you then you have to figure that in now too. So figure that in now. What are those numbers now? You I'm have pretty to- sure the number was like fourteen thousand a year.
2: Well, yeah, that's what they made back then. Yeah, like- no,
1: like with inflation now. No no no, no, no,
2: no, not for the average working person.
0: No, not even close. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's wild. Inflation's insane. Julia is fighting the fight, though, for the rich people. It's it's not bad, and uh, we're all getting paid the right <laughs> amount. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about um, not a national park or a state park necessarily, but sort of, um, I was kind of surprised that it's not a state park. And then be, I think it's because it's a national recreation area, uh, Glen Canyon national recreation area, which you may or may not know as Lake Powell. Um, so we're going to talk, uh, quite a bit about Lake Powell. Um its history, why it's such a big deal in Utah, all that garbage for the next little while, and then we'll probably
2: make it a short show. Yep. So the thing with Lake Powell is you can't talk about Lake Powell without talking about Glen Canyon Dam, because that's That's why Lake Powell we have Lake Powell. And it very controversial was back when they created it and has been ever since.
0: Maybe we take a step back and just talk about um dams in general uh and the the history of the United States and how we started damming up rivers and why and it all really goes back to like mostly the great depression right and right. so in the height of the great depression which we just talked about um there was a uh, there was a bill passed to get us out of it called the great new deal hmm. <laughs> and uh one of the big things there was basically the government funneling money into a whole bunch of projects for infrastructure to get people working and get them making money. Uh, and um, one of the results of that were a lot of dams being built along river systems, the Colorado River system in particular, because of the need for water to get to so many places. The problem is like if if you're thinking of a Colorado River system it starts in the top of the Rocky Mountains here basically here mm-hmm. in Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho um all the snow melts out of those mountains in the the you know in the springtime and flows into the Colorado River and all of its tributaries and eventually makes its way downstream. The problem is as population centers grow, Utah uses a lot of water. You know, Salt Lake City uses a lot of water. By the time it gets down to Arizona and Mexico, yeah, Mexico really kind of get, Yeah, Mexico really kinda gets fucked in the deal. Um there's nothing left. And so that's why you have this huge desert in the southwest of the US. So most of their water comes from this system. So back with the 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 the, the New Deal, you got um the first dam, the most famous of them is the Hoover Dam.
2: Yep. Which employed Thousands of people.
0: Yeah, thousands of people, lot of people. A bunch of people. A lot of people died making it. Um, and that was the case with a lot of these dams. I mean, we're talking about nineteen thirties, forties, fifties technology. No
1: regulations either.
0: Pouring cement, you know, cranes, things like, like this is these are major construction projects that are, are being funded by the federal government.
2: And this and is so, what most of the roadways through the national forests came about. Mm-hmm, was yep. through the New Deal.
0: Yeah, that, thousands of lots thousands. of improvements yeah. uh, and stuff like that. And uh, so Lake Mead gets created. And as part of that project, they're trying to figure out how to control the amount of water that makes its way to Lake Mead and to the Hoover Dam. Because the agreement is the bottom half, uh, what they call the bottom half of the Colorado River Basin. Basically, Arizona, New Mexico, and California need to have some water coming out of that system. Um, I don't know why the fuck California... Gets any of it because they're not they part of the own fucking system. Range. But they literally still today pipe water from Lake Mead all the way the fuck to LA and it's going to end soon. It equates to like three quarters of their drinking water. They have a fucking ocean. They could desalinate, desalinate. for water. And I know desalination is not exactly an easy process, but anyway. So Ships just do it. Some quarters. broad, broad right. history as to what was going on in the landscape in like the 30s, 40s, and 50s because that's exactly why we have, there's a lot of reservoirs in Utah. We've got, you know, Deer Creek, we've got Jordan L, we've got Flaming Gorge. All of those are part of the Colorado River system. Yep. Every one of them. Uh, and there's a bunch of smaller ones as well. And they all set up, they all get built, they create reservoirs, and then we allow the water to be pumped downstream from where those reservoirs are. So, in comes the need for a big reservoir to
2: control the flow to Lake Mead, basically. Right. So, they in 1922, they had been discussing different options, different places it could be, uh, very briefly. The, the site that's now uh, Dinosaur National Park was their number one choice. Well,
0: and actually, Echo Canyon, specifically. It's, and so what they wanted to do is create an Echo Canyon dam. And if you've ever been... So where I-80 splits into I-80 and I-84, mm-hmm. up um, kind of up Parley's, I guess, but not really. Like Echo Canyon, yeah. where Echo Canyon Isn't, splits off.
1: Yeah. It's not up.
0: Yeah, it is up Parley. It's, well, it's like, I think it's past Parley's. It's like closer to Wyoming. I can't remember. It's yeah. somewhere on I-80. But basically they wanted to stick a dam in that area,
2: which would have created, um, a big reservoir where Dinosaur National Park is now. Right. And, the, and the scientists and paleontologists and everything were able to prove that it was way too valuable to just flood it out. Yeah. So, so they just, because they said no to that, they agreed to, Glen Canyon Dam. So I just want to give a tiny background on, on Glen Canyon. So they they have been able to find relics starting from 1 AD. Wow. That's just what they found in that area. So there 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 has been life there has been a population involved with that area for well over 2000 years. Well 2000 years. So Not to get in it too deeply, but they had what they called the basket maker era, which were indigenous people that made baskets, because they were able to find all kinds of Mm -hmm. baskets. That was from 50 to 500 A.D. From 750 to 900, they had the Pueblo era. Uh, From 900 to 1100, they had the second Pueblo era. And then from 1100 to present day, the Hopi people, uh, pretty much used this entire area yeah i mean and if
0: you if you look where it's at i mean there's that's where all of the the other things are roughly you know that's where escalante is um isn't bear's ears somewhere around that area yeah um Canyonlands is there, Capitol Reef. Like these are places that the native population was in for a very very long time and there's a lot of sacred land there. Exactly. Um Glen Canyon is huge. It's a really big canyon. Basically at the base of where Grand Staircase-Escalante Monument is.
2: So what they found to be the main resource for this area that is now deep under Lake Powell was stone tool manufacturing. They found all kinds of relics of stone tools used for hunting industry. Um, so this was a main area where Native Americans came because of the minerals were perfect for making tools. And this is where they made tools. They didn't find a lot of, uh, proof of farming. So it seems like it was more of a transit place, but they found homes. They found all kinds of stuff
0: isn't, in this area. Isn't right there where? Uh, isn't there a big Navajo reservation
2: right in that area too? Uh, there is a it's, it's in my notes, so I'm not sure if it's Navajo, but it's one of them. Yes, there is a big uh, yes, I'll, I'll, I'm shocked sure to that. <laughs> I got I got a ton of stuff here. So what happens is they announce they announce that they're going to build it. Um, the University of Utah and the Museum of of Northern Arizona are granted it's it's roughly two years, not quite two years, but to go in, categorize everything, find everything they can, and take out anything. Of importance. Which is insanely short, time-wise. And so, so during that time, let me see, they categorized. Well, they categorized six major sites, uh, mostly Navajo. So it's the it's the Navajo that are in that area. Um, six major sites that they went in and they took as much as they could. And this is where they found a lot of pottery, baskets. Um, there's hieroglyphs there's actual houses and one thing that was kind of interesting last year when we were having the drought and everything was so low the water actually dropped low enough that they were able to see some of the housing that was oh, built wow. into the rocks wow. that's pretty cool so that's been underwater for a long time yeah so they found anywhere from one to seven room homes carved into the cliffs that's a lot that were just flooded when the time came so in nineteen sixty three uh is when it actually is one. it actually came online. Uh they screwed shut the the Glen Canyon Dam, letting everything back up for hundred and eighty nine miles.
0: Yeah. Well, and so they had originally blasted holes, like diversion tunnels right. basically on the sides to make- And then they build it and then they 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 close all of those off. And if you look if you just like Google map Lake Powell um, or Glen Canyon National Recreations area. It looks like a giant river that kind of starts up in White Canyon and then goes all the way down to Page, Arizona. It's not a river. No, no. That's a reservoir. That whole thing. And it's really long. It's not wide in a lot of spots. Um, there's several marinas. Uh, that's
2: all, that's all Lake Powell. Right. So when, when they flooded the area, it accounted for killing off more than seventy-nine species of plants,
1: wow! hundred
2: and eighty-nine species of birds, thirty-four species of ma- of mammals, and more than three thousand ancient ruins. We gave a lot less shit about things in the early <laughs> to mid nineteen hundreds. Yeah, like I said,
1: all the people that are wanting to know, about, you know, wanting to go back to the good old days when you could live with one income. The rich were 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 uh, taxed and we just didn't give a shit about anything. anything.
2: Yes yeah, I mean so think about that how much how much was destroyed and there's a quote, I don't know if you came across it, within two to three years of it actually opening, one of the one of the main people who lobbied for it came out and said this was a huge mistake. We should have never done this. Um over ninety different uh waterways were flooded and destroyed off the main line. Uh, it's just absolutely astronomical. The crazy thing is, um, the whole reason behind it for the water delivery system is not even good or economic and it doesn't even work right. So it took from 1968 to 1980 to hit full capacity. And since then it's never been back up to full That's capacity.
0: That's not true. It was over capacity. Oh, that's true. In eighty three. In eighty three. So eighty three was peak. And I wonder what happened in nineteen eighty three. Yeah, eighty three was peak capacity, and it was across the board. Like every reservoir in the state was flooded. Yeah. That's when they had the spillways flowing Lake Mead down. My man, that was a bad sentence. I should redo that whole thing in my brain. Um, but that was eighty three was the peak of of all of. The different reservoirs' uh, capacity. So,
2: yeah. So, I take that back. So, so since then, though, it's never hit capacity. Nope. And ever since 83, yeah, it's just gone When down. they did the math back in 1922, when they were starting to put this all together, they were assuming that there would be 16 MAF. So, that's million acres, uh, million acre footage. Yeah. There would be 16.5. Um, more than 80 years la- later, they've never even come close to 13.5. So there's yeah. not even as much water in it as they anticipated. Uh Lake Powell loses 6% of the Colorado River's annual flow due to evaporation. Which makes sense because you're taking a moving A moving body, body of, water of water that's
1: not ev- really evaporating.
0: And not just slowing it down, but slowing it down and spreading it out. So it's not like it's a big, deep lake like one of the Great Lakes where there's less surface area right. for- ev- There's a ton of surface area, and there's a ton of surface area- where it's not super deep, which leads to a lot
2: more evaporation. And it's the same issue the Great Salt Lake has. It also seeps into the banks, mm-hmm. it, it, so it gets lost. So, the the agreement we were talking about is uh, eight point two three uh, million acre feet of water to the lower beds. Uh, lower beds. Bez- that's zone. the agreement. Is we have to provide. Well, we. That's what they
0: provide out of the Glen Canyon Dam to the Lower Basin. But we're not even getting thirteen. But it was calculated that there would be sixteen million. Well, and that's that's all being redone now, thanks to the drought that started in two thousand, basically, uh, and has continued for twenty three years until this year. Um, the the lake level has dropped significantly, and we talked about this ad nauseum for oh yeah many many episodes over the last couple of years. How low, especially last summer, how low these bodies of water we're getting. I mean, they were digging up bodies out of right out of out of Lake Mead. And Lake Powell feeds Lake Mead and they've been talking about the fact that Lake Powell may not even have enough to push down to Lake Mead. Right. Um and and the the Glen Canyon Dam was getting close to not being able to produce, produce power, let alone
2: right the Hoover Dam. Well they both almost hit critical yeah. Death level last year.
0: Thankfully we've had a really unbelievable like once in a hundred years sort of snowpack right. that has melted perfectly. Uh and I mean there's still fucking ice
2: up in some of the mountains. It's which is so kind of cool to see. It is. So so uh studies at the University of Utah say that during the past decade of drought, uh, we're actually the West is actually experiencing a return to normal climate. The climate that we're in right now, and as dry as it is, that's normal.
0: Yeah, that's it's a fucking desert.
2: I remember when growing up that we had 100 degree
0: weather and snow in the mountains all the time. So yeah. this is the norm. Like- yeah. Well, this was an extra wet year, really but.
2: our year should be much drier. So so based off San Diego's but water prices... So,
1: that's how we got back to sort of being normal, is getting a little bit extra. You're right.
2: So based off uh, San Diego water prices, so an average person in San Diego pays for their monthly water bill, Um, the dam loses $225 million a year in evaporation. Yeah, it's fucking just, crazy. Just gone. It's absolutely insane. And... Um. Uh since nineteen sixty three it has lost nine billion dollars wow. worth of water that just evaporates or gets lost.
0: Yeah.
1: I but, mean to be fair, whatever evaporates and stuff like comes back in other ways,
0: just not, not where
2: we need it. Right.
0: Not here. It comes back on the Great Plains. So so that's
2: the, where that water goes, it evaporates out of the Colorado River. So, so like the I investment said, in return, as you can see,
1: Maybe the Great Plains should be paying us for the evaporated yeah. water. So another
2: huge problem is... uh Oklahoma. 560... Let's see. The the, the dam is 563 feet high, and it's and, and it steadily fills with the equivalent of 30,000 dump, tr- dump truck loads of sediment per day. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a big problem. Because the sediment's coming down, and then it hits the dam, and it doesn't... I mean, I, they probably have ways of filtering some of it, but the bulk of it just sits there. Well, know.
1: especially since like it's not like it's not like the Grand Canyon or anything like that where, you know, time has eroded and it's like nice, smooth rock. Well, and, that stuff, you know, it's flowing through. It's going through all of the crap that well, they left behind the it, trees, the buildings. It, the- it,
0: it, it That's not even the issue. I mean, if you think about any real river system, look at New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans is the river delta of the Mississippi River. What happens when a real river system goes to the ocean is at the bottom of it, it is a swamp. It yeah. is a, a muggy, shitty swamp with like the most nutrient fucking rich soil on the planet. Like the it's Everglades. super moist. Yeah. The Everglades are another example where you have a massive river system that dumps out into the ocean. All that but that sediment all that sediment settles and creates this swampy dark muddy like gross area but it's like super abundant with life well when you put a dam in place all that sediment stops at the dam and so the river itself is full or the the reservoir is full of sediment mm-hmm. across the board like
1: i said though like it's not it doesn't when they open the dam when it flows down that sediment can't get out as easily as it can in like a river that's flowing over rocks or whatever
2: so since 1963 that's a hundred million tons of sediment a year building up in it that's insane and they're saying that if if nothing is done by 2050 they've got
0: to dredge it out
2: and do something with it yeah what they're what they're also saying is if the dam were completely gone they estimate that the river could flush itself out in about five years. Mm-hmm. It took the but dam out
0: completely. It would, ju- it would just go down to Lake Mead and fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> fuck up the Hoover Dam. I mean, that's, it's really downstream, just a little ways from, 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 uh, Upstream. Lake Powell. Um, oh, yeah.
1: sorry. I thought you were talking about that.
2: No. So, yeah, that's kind of wild. That's so much sediment. So then, one, another problem, um, is in that sediment. There's boron, mercury, oh, yeah. and other such nasty, Tons nasty, of nasty shit that is naturally in the water, but in a normal water system. It filters itself out, and it doesn't become well, it a it doesn't problem. filter itself out. It's well, just
0: not as, as um,
2: concentrated. concentrated yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got all of these issues, and all of this because of the dam that, that isn't fulfilling its promises, it's losing money. And it's causing. Jeremy's
0: very anti Glen Canyon <laughs> Dam.
2: By well, the way. okay. So that's Glen Canyon Dam. But once again, you can't talk about Lake Powell itself without talking about Glen Canyon. You have to because that's the only reason it exists. So, um, so is there anything else you want to add to that? If not, now I figure we'll talk a little bit about actual Lake
0: Powell. Yeah, we can talk about Lake Powell now. So there, uh, so Lake Powell is a super, big recreation area for people primarily out of Utah, but also Arizona uh, and and a little bit from Nevada, but mostly Utah. A lot of people go down there. It's fucking warm. The water's always warm yeah. because it's in, in the middle of a damn desert. Well, how
1: come you've never taken me to Lake Powell where the water's warm? You always take me to Bear Lake where the water's cold.
0: Because Bear Lake's a better lake. It's not even as far as a lake. (laughs) It's not even. It's not even close. I'm just teasing you. Lake Powell is where you go if you now one thing. One thing I'll say about Lake Powell: you can boat on Bear Lake too. It's just a better lake. Uh, Lake Powell. A lot of people do houseboats on Lake Powell. So they'll go down there. They'll rent a houseboat. I think that's boat. what my brother's doing. I, I really think he's that would be. He's using
1: Skylink.
0: <clears throat> that would be a a, a fun Starlink. Starlink, um, yes. That, he's using Starlink. That would be a fun thing to do. Is
2: go yeah, rent a houseboat really, on a lake, and most of the people that go there, that's what they do. Do <clears throat> yeah. you
1: imagine if we did that as a group, and like each family got like a like a little, boat. Ho- little house, little houseboat,
0: or
2: we've you know, the littler
1: a, families got, and then we all just like,
2: <laughs> like we've kind of discussed that anchored in a circle.
1: You,
0: you could really only probably do two families a boat for most of them because i think they have a pretty small capacity but well, that's what i
1: was saying like some families would have a but, whole boat a couple small families could have It might be boat. fun
0: anyway that that is the boat. a lot of thing. people do that there's over two million visitors a year we
1: could get gang planks <laughs> and put them from boat to boat walk across from boat. To the boat. pirates
0: thing or yeah. they kind of get mad if you get your boats that close to. then each
1: i really. think then we get one of those those um those island things, like you can run up Bear Lake, but we get oh, one for Powell and put Inflatable it in between so yeah. that we can go out there for, like, together time.
2: The big floaty ducks and stuff. Yeah. Like, line up a few of those. <laughs> get a jet ski or two to run
0: <laughs> I mean, that is like, if you go to Lake Powell, you'll see tons of that. There's a lot of boating that goes on down there, not just houseboats, but right. a lot of camping, uh, a lot of boats. A lot of people will take their boats out and go camping from their boat. Right. I'll um, go just throw it up on
2: the shore somewhere so, in camp. So I did know Lake Powell was named after John Wesley Powell. I did know that. I did yeah. not know that he was a one-armed American Civil War veteran. Yep. I didn't know he only had one arm. I knew he was a Civil War veteran. That, I didn't that know makes about the one-armed but thing. I was really, like, yeah. oh, I did not know that. John Wesley Powell. Yeah. Um, so uh, he explored it in 1869 in three wooden boats uh, claiming that it was one of the most beautiful landscapes he's ever seen. Now keep in mind for all of y'all Out there, this is where you go through arches. You go through all of these amazing rock structures. This is all down there in that southern Utah part. Yeah, this is,
0: well, arches a little bit further north, but like you have
2: to go, like you go through canyon lands and stuff. Well, what's, Um, let's see, what's the one? There's the one you can see. Uh, is it Delicate Arch that you can see? F- no, Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, so there's no, I was going to say there's no way you can see Delicate no, 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 Arch. You have land. to hike to Rainbow Bridge.
0: Ra- yeah, Delicate Arch. Arch is mm-hmm. National Park's a lot further away than you think. Yeah. But Rainbow Bridge, I, th- I think, is part of Canyonlands. Uh, yes, it, it, it is. Yeah, at, but it's accessible through Lake Powell. Through Lake Powell. Yeah, like that's where you get up into like the White Canyon area. So you have Canyonlands uh, to the northeast, and then Capitol Reef is to the north, northwest, and then like Grand Staircase Escalante is like real northwest of where Lake Powell is.
2: So, uh, Lake Powell, as we've already discussed, has never, mm-hmm. has only once ever hit maximum capacity. It's 7.2 cubic miles, or 7.9 trillion gallons. That's so much. Let that like- sink
0: in. <laughs> I don't think people, like, I don't... It's kind of uh, like
1: that million-billion thing.
2: Yeah, a trillion is just a number the, that... The surface area is 252 square miles. That's a lot. Is the surface. That's bigger than a lot of countries, guys. It that is. That's bigger than a lot of states in the I eastern... I was going it's bigger than a lot of our states. <laughs> That's big. Um, it's roughly 186 miles long. And 25 miles wide at its widest.
0: Place. And the widest stuff's all down at the bottom. Um, but you've probably seen pictures of, like, Horseshoe Bend, which is a really famous part of the lake where, yeah. like, there's a... Uh, you know, rivers do this naturally, where they'll create those those curves around stuff. And I guess this kind of did that. But there's like a big giant rock formation in the middle of this, yeah, bend
2: that you have to go around. Like any of these southwest pictures that you're seeing of of rivers, that's most likely like is this is, yeah. is through Powell, or at least down in this general area. So the average depth's 132 feet, but the maximum depth is 583. Wow, that's deep. Well, and that's probably closer to the dam. Yeah, yeah, because. That's the part they dug out. The surface of Lake Powell is 3,700 feet above sea level, which here in Salt Lake, we're 3,400, so it's- No, like, we're not. Yeah, 3,400. No. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Are we 40? We're f- like 40-something. 4,200. Oh, look. Salt Lake City. Yeah, Island. look up Salt Lake City, 4,200. So it's still, I mean, it's still way above sea level.
0: Yeah. But it's it's high, oh. but it's also not that high, and it's a uh, it's, uh,
2: desert. Oh yeah, that we're, very much so doesn't. We're time. at 5200. 5200. Okay. So, uh, Lake Powell has a retention time. So that means the amount of time that the water spends in the lake of 7.2 years. So every 7.2 years, basically all, all the, water the water in it is recycled cycled through.
0: Hmm.
2: But that's a lot of water. That's a, that's a long
0: time. I mean, so with the, this is an interesting thing with the last few years and the drought. You know, all the marinas closing and stuff. You can go look at some pictures of, like, these marinas and, like, how the docks aren't even in the water, like, even mm-hmm. close they to the They should water. have dredged it out during the drought. Yeah. Well, the the problem is, like, getting boats there to dredge it would have been really difficult. Well, I know um, Powell got down to one dock only. Yeah, just down at uh, at uh, Wall Weep, I think. Uh, is that where...
1: My husband is is it Powell? No.
0: No, he's up at Strawberry. Strawberry. Yeah, it's like, there's no way he's at Powell. That's a long commute. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I didn't think about that. Um,
0: but yeah, like, uh, I think some of the arenas, more of the arenas are open now, but not all of the ramps are even open still. But like, if you think about it, when it was really
2: low, like, there were parts of the lake that were landlocked from other parts of the lake. Well, and when it was so low, that's when they were able to recover some of the artifacts. And see some of because just straight dried up. Like just, there was there. I know there was. There's one spot that's like called Big Rock or
0: something, and like there were people camping next to it, and it's been covered by water in its since, entire history for the whole time since, the lake's yeah, been around. A yeah. Reservoir. Yeah. I should stop calling it a lake. It's not
2: a lake. It's a reservoir. A reservoir. It has a
0: reservoir.
2: Nineteen hundred miles of shoreline. Yep.
1: Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. and
0: all
2: of the shoreline has no trees <laughs> it's all red desert so uh Glen Canyon Dam which we won't go into that too much more but estimated it took 5 million years to carve out what's there and we put a dam in it yeah why not let's go, dam it up go that's humans. what we do let's go. dam up that river canyon humans. you
0: make a, you know dams serve some good purposes they do um, but also sometimes they're not that great um, can we talk about? It always
1: seems like we're like flooding cities and stuff. Cause didn't we flood something for Hoover Dam too? Oh, like yeah. a town, several yeah. towns or oh, something?
0: Yeah. yeah, we're not China though. China just fucking destroys most of their villages to do it. Mm. Even still today. I yeah. mean,
1: yeah. it's not um, like we're that much better.
2: Do you have a whole like long list of factoids you want to keep uh, going through? I've got a, a few more t- that are kind of cool. Uh, so in 1972 is when the Glen Canyon National Recreation Area was established. So that's when they actually made it a campground, uh, charged people to come in, but also started taking care of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get the marinas in. That's how you get better marinas. is by charging people. Uh, like you said, they get over 2 million visitors a year. So it is a very popular site. Uh, let's see. Uh, lake Powell is mostly known for houseboarding, but swimming, scuba diving, I did not know yeah, that. But I it's guess if you're scuba. 500 feet at the deepest. It's a big scuba diving lake. That'd be cool, That'd be- actually. Yeah. To, to do. It'll be to a lot learn. to see. Yeah, snor- snorkeling, boating, water skiing, jet skiing. It also has a lot of fishing. Um, it has six marinas, two visitor centers, permanent mooring for more than 2,000 private vessels. Yeah. And there's a lot of boats that get on slipped the on there. Uh, so yeah, so the, oh. One other thing I did want to bring up is a list of some of the movies that were filmed there. Oh, boy. Oh. Uh, so mm-hmm. Look how greatest, excited he is. The greatest long story long. ever told. There's a bunch... of. I mean, th- this is something
0: we talk about a lot, because Salt Lake and U- Utah... I shouldn't say Salt Lake. Utah has a very
2: big Hollywood scene. Like, we have a lot of movies filmed here. Both Planet of the Apes, the original... And the remake. And the remake. Uh, the Outlaw Jesse James... Or the Outlaw Jesse Wales, not James. Exorcist 2... Superman 3, let's see, Highway to Hell, Beastmaster (laughs) 2. Yes. What are the the ferret names, Koto and Poto? I think that was their names. I I think so. Uh, Maverick, Broken Arrow, Evolution, The Flintstones in Viva Rock, Las Vegas, Uh, Eight-Legged Freaks, Hulk, Into the Wild, Doctor Who. uh, Yep,
0: I was right, Koto and Poto.
2: Doctor Who did five different uh, episodes there and the fireball run, which I'm not... I've. But I'm pretty sure Doctor Who did five
0: different episodes in every fucking place in the world. There's Probably so not. many episodes of that show. Oh, that's it's been, been on sh- since
2: like the 60s or yeah, something, right? The longest one show. And then John Carter, just to name a few. Okay. Ooh,
0: John uh, there's one other thing uh the Lake Powell is known for, especially in the state of Utah, and that is mussels. Oh, yes. A really invasive quagga
2: mussel or zebra so, quagga mussels. Quagga, is that how you say it? Quaggle? Quagga? S- so that is something that uh, Tucker does with the, with the... Maybe that's why I got confused. So the boats, that any boat that comes in or out of it has to be cleaned. So, well, go ahead. I want to talk about the mussels because it's really important. That's um, what
1: he was going to talk
0: about. Because of the mussels. But he's talking about cleaning the boats. Well, he's talking we'll about
1: cleaning the mussels off.
0: We've talked about that before with someone from the Department of, of, of Natural Resources from DNR on this podcast. Yep. Um, I'm not going to go look up the episode. Sometime in the last couple of years, I think. No, it was because it was everything was. Well, no, no, no. It was before last year. Um, it was around. It was maybe in the early spring of 2022. Um, because we had talked about something new that they brought, but then like basically Lake Powell lost all its water and no one could go there last year. Um, anyway, quagga mussels are really bad. They're an invasive species. They're not even from the U.S. Um, and they've made their way into Utah. And right now, the only lake that has confirmed quagga mussels is Lake Powell and they have a lot of them and so much so that basically a lot of people won 't take their fucking boats to Lake Powell because right. it's so it 's such a problem so what happens is these little fucking muscles can get into anywhere like the the larvae that, that make the muscles i don 't know what they actually call that, but basically like the larvae or the babies can attach themselves inside your engine, inside your props, inside your, um, what the hell and stuff. Yeah. There's like a specific like tank that a lot of people don't empty. So when you, when you leave Lake Powell, you have to pull all the plugs for all your stuff. You have to drain all your shit while you're sitting on the boat ramp. Then when you leave the boat ramp, you have to get your, your boat inspected at Lake Powell by someone from DNR. Now, Last year or two years ago, this is one of the things we talked to the DNR person, Department on Natural Resources. Um, yeah, um, not, do not resuscitate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and something new that they had put in at Lake Powell is they have these hot water, full soaked tanks. So basically, one of the ways they can sanitize for these stupid mussels is to basically put the boat in boiling water. It'll mm-hmm. kill the mussels.
1: Basically, a, an uninhabitable environment. And so
0: environment. you pull your boat in on its trailer into this fucking tank. They fill it with boiling water and you pull your boat out and that helps sanitize the boat from mussels. Um, they're really hard to get rid of. And the problem is if you go into, in fact, Utah started this year, um, you have to, if you are going to own a boat and drive a boat in the state, you have to go through a specific program now um, called, uh, what's it stand for? It's if like,
1: you're taking your boat to other lakes, if um, you are docking at a certain one, you don't have
0: to do it. Nope. Now, as of July 1st, this year, Utah right. residents and Excuse non-residents me. with any kind of motorized <laughs> aquatic vessel has to take a muscle wear boater course and pay an aquatic invasive species enrollment fee. And basically you have to get licensed to license to operate a boat in Utah saying, I know the danger of these fucking mussels. I will take care of my boat. I know how to take care of my boat. These are all the things that I have to do. I have to clean it. I have to drain it. I have to dry it. You know, I can use these chemicals to kill the things. That's how serious it is. Because right now it's contained to Lake Powell. The problem with these mussels is and they're experiencing it like the dam is they get into these colonies and they fucking coat everything. So, for instance, if you've ever been to the ocean on a pier you see all the fucking bumpy shit on the pier. Those yeah. are mussels. Yep. And that's what happens. And these freshwater mussels gunk up shit. So they get into the dam and they gunk up the propellers and they completely cover intakes for water to push through. And so they have to clean them out constantly. They get into marinas and they wrap themselves around ropes and poles and they're a pain in the ass. They cause a lot of damage and they cost a ton of money to clean up uh, and they eat all the fucking plankton. Why don't we just boil the water? Well, cause then we'll kill everything in there. <laughs> but that's a problem. Like the mussels eat a lot of the plankton and plant life. And so then the fish that rely on that for food no longer have that food source. And so it's not only, you know, bad from a logistical standpoint, like the way humans use stuff, but also kills off the fish populations that are in these bodies of water. So very serious um it's basically that it's funny because even i think the, we
1: should put many dams within the dam we dam off sections and we kill all the mussels, and then we dam off sections and kill all the muscles and th- then we join them all together i <laughs> think even
0: the the department of natural resources i know the state of utah calls it calls them the std of the sea because they're that fucking invasive they're really bad it's like space herpes for your boat you don't want to get them and you don't want to transfer them to another lake. Yeah, and it is real serious. Like if you don't have an, an inspection sticker indicating that your boat is free of these things, you cannot you put your in boat water into any other body of water in this until state. it's been inspected. Yeah, you have to
2: go through the decontamination
0: and they, process. They don't fuck around. And 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 like even going to like for instance Bear Lake, going to Bear Lake, every in, every entrance into the Bear Lake area has a fucking stop that if you do not stop there with a boat, they will pull your ass over and write you a huge just boats, ticket.
1: Your jet skis. Yeah, any, any any watercraft. Anything that's going to go in Otherwise. the water, including the trailers that you use yep. to to back into the
0: water to release your you boat. You have, have to, to stop at those boat stations or you'll get a huge fine, and then they're going to look at the boat anyway. So just stop. Um, but it's a it's a problem, and Lake Powell is known for those because they're pretty pervasive, and it's a really big issue if they start spreading. So they they the state has been overly uh, aggressive in trying to. Prevent I them.
1: think that they've been just right because we've been able to contain it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they've only. I mean, it's only been like I, I didn't realize it, but it's only been like twenty years or so since they've really been
2: discovered in Lake Powell. Um, and so yeah, they don't River know how they got them there, but them. most likely somebody transferred a boat. Yep. From the ocean and brought them in. Onto Lake Powell and they were on the boat, most yeah. likely. It's yeah. And so now we're
0: super cautious for you know, rightly so. But I, I think it's just you can't talk about Lake Powell, in my opinion, without talking about the muscles because they're such a, a, a problem, right? Um but Lake Powell is a lot of fun for all the shit that we're talking about, like what we don't <laughs> like about the creation of it. Uh Lake Powell is one of the most fun recreational spots in the state for people to like water yep because of its warmth it makes it a really good body of water to like play in to swim in to to water ski in to wakeboard in you know bear lake i love bear lake bear lake's cold as shit it's cold that fucking after a minute
1: you get used to it
0: yeah but that lake is like you know you're talking like Mid '60s by the end of the season. Like, uh, it's hold on, let me just look right now. Uh, but yeah, usually, because it's
1: it's about as hot as it's gonna get this summer right now.
0: With
2: all the snow,
0: no, 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 it gets hot. It gets hotter through August. So today, currently, Bear Lake is 65 degree Fahrenheit. That's what the water is. Uh, the temperature for uh Lake Powell right now. He only has one screen, folks. Give him a second. Yeah, it takes me a couple... 76 degrees. (laughs) 11 degrees warmer. That's today, this mid-July. There's still another, like, month and a half of, like, really warm weather to warm that shit up. Bear Lake's going to top out around, like, 70. Lake Powell will probably get closer to 80, I think. That's insane. An 80-degree body of water to go swimming in feels great. It's not freezing. It feels... It's not warm.
2: Right, but it's like it's refreshing. It's it's refreshing well, and, and it's and and you acclimate very quickly in the desert. You're in the hundred degrees at Lake Powell this time of year. Like,
1: isn't it funny though? Like our bodies are ninety six degrees, right. but it feels hot at a hundred degrees. But water should be warm for it to feel warmer than that.
0: I don't Let me know. see. Temperatures yeah. are weird. Lake Powell gets to eighty degrees in August. The coldest it gets is about forty six in. Um, so it doesn't ever freeze. Winter. No, probably not. Um, let's see. Barely. Colder. Interesting.
2: I know Bear Lake freezes because we just ice fish there. Yes, it does. Well, um, <laughs>
1: of course it does. It literally has glacial water.
0: <laughs> Hottest month is July, but that's not the water temp. Yeah. It doesn't say the same. So yeah, uh, 68.9 is about the highest it looks like
2: it gets at Bear Lake. It, it is, so, it's cold. It's brisk.
0: Yeah. Because it's up in the mountain. I mean, it's like the elevation up there is, is well over a mile up in the mountains. And
1: um, Well, first of all, just the ambient temperature of the, uh, temperature of the air is cooler. So, like, right now, it's, uh, what is it? It's, I was just
2: looking. Yeah, it's always cooler up there. Yeah.
1: So, right now, it's 89 degrees here in the valley. And we're not even in the valley. Like, we're up on the side of the mountain. So, we're not in the hottest part of the valley.
0: So Bear Lake is around 5,900 feet up.
1: Okay, and so what's the temperature in Bear Lake right Oh,
0: I don't know. Stop. Asking
1: well, me, I Bear was talking <laughs> about temperature, and you just
0: blew right
2: past. Summers that. are very pleasant in. in Bear I Lake. love it up there. It's
1: it can be a little
0: cold. It's raining, so it's sixty. It's raining, but normally this time of year it's going to peak out around. No, it's 80. in the nineties. Is it really? Yeah, like, like, like high eighties, low nineties. And July is the hottest month of the year for Bear Lake. So it'll be up in the eighties the and nineties, like low nineties. It doesn't really eclipse, I think, like ninety couple. And
1: I think it gets a little cooler in the evenings than it does here too. Yeah. Yeah. It gets, but because it doesn't get as hot. In yeah, the exactly.
0: And the water, and having the water. a big body of water versus an urban jungle really changes your, uh, your temperature variation mm-hmm. at night.
1: Um, yeah, it's surprising here in Salt Lake, uh, temperature difference because the lower part of Salt Lake is really where the city was, is, and then the mountains, when you go up into the mountains, just by nature of the fact that you're going up cools off, but like the urban jungle warmth that you're talking about. So you can go almost 20 degrees cooler sometimes just by going into the mountains from Salt Lake up. Right. Wow! Just let it be silent like the, the <laughs> AF card.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna. I think that's it. Well, I mean, I would encourage anyone to go down to Bear Lake. Don't take your own boat.
1: We'll try and get um, our get get our guests back. She's already asked for some other dates, and I think she'll be a fun interview. So,
0: yeah. Um. So, this is good. Um. This is my birthday, spiritual as fuck thing. And it says be unfuckwithable. Oh, it's one word, unfuckwithable. Okay. If I you- like that. If you find yourself fucked with, take them. that's, there's a dash, so the hyphen, so I wanted to do fucked with, with a pause, even though that's not what a hyphen's for, but. Take, yeah, it should, you should actually say it faster. If you find yourself fucked with? Just is the that, fucked with part.
1: You don't have to say the whole sentence faster.
0: If you find yourself fucked with?
1: Yeah, just like that. <laughs> that's
0: weird. Uh, take a moment to reflect on what part of you is out of whack and susceptible to being fuck withable. Then check that shit with some self-love. When you're filled to the brim with love, nothing anyone says or does bothers you, and no negativity can touch you. You know what that makes you? A badass. A big old spiritual badass. There you go. People really can't fuck with me. This is actually a good card for me. This is my card. Fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) What, Marie? We're unfuckwithable. Yep. Unfuckwithable. That's the New Utah Podcast. We're unfuckwithable because we've been around for... Seven plus years now and, uh, we're going to keep going. Um, you'll hear from us next week as well and the week after that and the week after that and probably until one of us really fucking gets tired. And by one of us, I mean Jeremy and Brie and I and don't want to do anymore. And then we'll probably let it fade off into nothingness. But I think the first I don't time I think we're it'll
1: like, fade. I think we'll just be like. So one of us will be like, I can't do this anymore, and then the rest of us will decide if we want to go on with it, and then it'll just be like, okay, this is our last
0: episode. <laughs> yeah, we've gone through a few hosts over the years. You um, and
1: Jeremy are the stalwart. So. I'm only 26 episodes shy of what you guys have, though.
0: Well, not even a full 26. That's true. You were 24 four or something like that. You were on a couple shows early, um, but, you know... Um, you can find us on social medias at TNU podcast where the new Utah podcast on TikTok. Please go visit our TikTok and we should make one of us eating some
1: um cakes by Edith. I,
0: I might do that. I'm not sharing. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm yes, just kidding. Are. I will share. I will share. Uh, we're going to go have some cake, uh tea and cake or death, and I'll choose cake because death is a really weird choice cake there. Or death. <laughs> Oh, uh, death! No, no, no. Kick, kick. kick oh, kick. you said death. Sorry, if you guys I don't know that. I knew what that. That, that guys, I know. <laughs> if you guys don't know what that's from, it's from Eddie Izzard, one of his stand-up specials. Go watch uh, Eddie Izzard. I guess he's not a he anymore. He's a she now, officially. You,
1: you don't say he's a she now?
0: That's well, weird. He he was a he. Eddie, but Eddie Izzard has always been a transvestite. Always. Yes. Is he officially uh, a woman now? He, he prefers to go. She. she prefers to go by female pronouns, yes. Uh, she's fucking insane. You can also and amazing. use a
1: they and uh, be fairly safe.
0: Eddie Izzard uh always dressed on stage, called him called herself called himself at the time a professional transvestite. Uh, Eddie Izzard's fucking crazy. Eddie Izzard started running marathons with zero training and just like ran tons of marathons that's how i'd
1: run a marathon if i ran one
0: it's fucking crazy like like a lot of marathons like was fucking up his feet because he didn't have any training on his feet um at the time and you should like there's some cool interviews i think you're not supposed
1: to just run and just do it
0: uh well that was that was eddie's like whole thought process is like humans have done this for eons yeah but
1: not on the terrain that we do it on and for that long without stopping. Not with it. evolution. Well, I too. mean,
0: well, evolution. I mean, evolution in the time frame of evolution, like the last, what, 100, 200 years of, of us is only the only time where we really haven't been quite mobile. Like, think about it. It's only yeah, been guess, since like since the 1900s that we weren't super foot mobile. Um, it's a new it's <laughs> a, a new cell phone. But that's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, think, it, like, think about it. Like, foot mobile. we fucking <laughs> walked everywhere, you know? Uh, anyway. Yeah, just
1: ask the Mormons. Apparently they dragged hand carts on feet all
0: the way across the place. Just the poor ones. Just the poor ones that were treated as indentured servants. Yep. No, 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 no. They, fa- they were faithful, not indentured servants. The faithful. Uh, you can go see our website, theningutah.com, um, and share the episode. Also, uh, leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to. Um, mm-hmm. love to hear from you. That helps us a lot. Uh, we did have a review actually. Um, I look back from like May. So, thank you to whoever left that review. That was very yeah, nice. Nice. Uh, and to whatever person left a review, a one star review, like six years ago that said, these people should never have a podcast. Fuck off. We're still here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>